general voicemail box for AmericanFlags.com. As our busy season is at its height, we are experiencing substantially increased call volume and have limited ability to answer calls at this time. We recommend customers place orders online at AmericanFlags.com. Please note that we are shipping Confederate flag orders in the order they were received and that due to exceptionally high order volume on the Confederate flags, there is a several week lead time on orders containing that item. All other orders are shipping within the time frames we note on the site. Thank you. Over 20 years ago, an American-born Nigerian growing up in Uptown met a black kid from the west side of Chicago in the hallways of Lane Tech. A friendship was cemented on their shared love of music, fashion, and chicks. They went on to experience fame, friendship, and fatherhood together and fought along every step of the way. They don't always see eye to eye, but always have each other's back. These are their sessions. If you power down your cell phone, there's no way the government could ever hear you. Certainly not the FBI. It's turned off, right? Have we got news for you. Alright, here's that cell phone story you've been waiting for. Cell phone users beware, Big Brother may be listening. The Federal Bureau of Investigation can now hear everything you say, even when the cell phone is turned off. I know it sounds kind of out there, but using your phone's tracking device, authorities can now activate the microphone inside the dreaded thing, allowing them to eavesdrop on you and your conversations serious business and the FBI used this form of surveillance to keep tabs on critical conversations by people they call known members of the mafia. Experts say the only way around it is to take the battery out of the thing. Call is now being recorded. Thank okay. you. Okay, keep going, keep going. So, okay, so, hipster, so hipsters repurposed shit. So hipsters right, came so from hipsters hip led hippies. to hippies became hipsters and hippies are seen as have been do, do nothing people but actually we have them to thank for environmentalism and recycling programs and all of that so the hipsters being an evolution of that they added a component to recycling things which is throwing something away and in an evolved process an industrialized process you turn the things we throw away into back into something that we can use whereas hipsters repurpose things they t before you throw the thing away they find a new job for it, like a vinyl record becomes a plate, or you know, uh, you know, that's, whatever. Very you know, yeah, that's so, me being a hipster. I would never resist yeah, that work ever again. That's why I, re yeah. I resisted because I thought it was fake artist, art kids. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's no, now, now I'm proud of that. But yeah, most people don't, yeah. most most people don't look that. at it that way because they, because man, you know what's so crazy that you said that one of the things. Well, I appreciate you is me, you, your commitment to your evolution from marketing to branding and then your commitment to the branding and your, you standing in your truth by saying, listen, if I do this work for you, I don't want you to just call me, you know, make me some branding guy. I'm your creative director. You know what I'm saying? I direct the creation. I, you know what I'm saying? That's different because that's real as fuck because everything is branding like literally 
every fucking thing, every idea, thought, or way that somebody, it's like, like I was telling you before or earlier, well, last year about, you got to watch this last season of South Park, because in it, they present the idea that everybody is a, is an ad or, um, or like a commercial for something. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So people's like your music or your political platform or whatever you present, your campaign is the commercial for some type of idea that you're trying to get me to buy into. So it when is. people are talking, I be seeing ads now, like, what you trying to sell me? That's my new yeah, filter is. Yeah. Niggas, because this is why, so I got this. That's why I'm so transactional because I did, I read upon, I read about this a while ago. There's this group of people that believe this exact same thing, that human beings are always transacting. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and, and, and part of that, like, understanding how people transact, you understand what kind of merchant they are. Are they an artist? You know what I'm saying? A vendor merchant? Are they somebody who presents new products? Are they somebody who will just do the work for you, like a producer? Or are they somebody who's an analyst that judges and critiques the work, like a judge or a doctor, you know me, or a business analyst, some shit like that? So that's how I look at life. Yeah, so you got me. Exactly. <laughs> I never put in those words before, but yeah, I look at it like everybody's transacting and everybody's trying to sell something. Exactly. My phone yeah, got it. They are. They're trying to sell something and they, yeah, and, they, and sometimes it's inadvertent, you know, and cultures do that too, don't. right? Most motherfuckers don't know, but that, that we live in the world that is that, right? Give and take. That we, which is why things, ideas like, um, socialism or whatever is has been branded in a certain way in America, right? And it's been branded in such a way that people are fearful of it because it doesn't involve a trans it's not a transaction. It's not you know what I mean? Uh no. And Americans are very much that and transactional. Uh, yeah, yeah, very transactional. Um like, you know, uh pull yourself about your bootstraps and you get this, that and the third. And, you know, it makes sense. I mean well, uh, let's let's say we were because we're we're witnessing the rebirth, the the repurposing of the hip. What I don't know what I'm always sad at years, but the repurposing of the era where um, the baby boomers came in. So mm-hmm. now that the millennials have replaced the baby boomers, they are just baby boomers. They're just techn- technological baby boomers. So we're witnessing yeah. the resurgence of the hippie generation. That's why you see all these protests. Uh, feminism is the new black, like we said. Um, mm-hmm. Pro black era is going to come back. We're going back into the civil rights, the, the 70s. You know, I think it's the 70s. The 70s era, where that's why Donald Trump is perfect as president right now. You know, this, we had the same More kind so of 60s, I would say, but yeah. 60s. Yeah. It's the 60s. Mm-hmm. I, I lose the year. That's why I qualify. Mm-hmm. Like Nori says, he's dyslexic. That's how I qualify. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, yeah, so it's funny what you're saying because that era was about um, uh, a, a, a counterculture that rebukes being transactional behavior and it's about giving mm-hmm. to each other and natural, natural abundance occurs because of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's why you have Burning Man. Burning Man is a, is a direct offense um, to that or you know, a, di- a direct counter to that culture. So I, while I agree with you, I think that the culture is shifting. I, I just want to make sure we talk. Yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, no no doubt. I, 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 I get that. Um, I, That's why pe- people buy what you 
people buy why you do shit now more than they buy what what you what you do. Right. right. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, some stuff is like social. What we call socialism. That shit comes out of human nature. You know what I'm saying? So that always gonna come back up because. Like capitalism is an artifice, it's a system, it's a program, but it doesn't. And maybe that comes out of human nature too. Okay, I think greed is natural, can be natural in certain. When there's scarcity, greed becomes a thing. So that's a response to environment. So capitalism came out of human nature, but socialism is the older part of our nature because we are social animals and we have had to rely on each. You know what I mean? Like our older model yes. 100,000 years ago, 2 million years ago was into group so dependency. So yeah, so we had to do things together. Because, you know, yeah, and but, yeah, a lot of sharing, you know. Yeah, so when there was abundance. So, yeah, because there was abundance and there's a lot of sharing, so it wasn't no threat, but then when shit happens and natural disasters or whatever, bam, created the scarcity response yeah. in the body. Then we got greed, and then it's like, oh, furthermore, we have to remember in case this happens again. So then that's just yeah. hardwired into the culture, you know. Yeah. So eventually through the years, it came down to, oh, here's capitalism because it theoretically prevents hoarding from, you know, like the feudalism is like a small group of people just taking everything to capitalism, which is more democratic like okay you can at least have a chance to move you know the opportunity for mobility is there you could be on the bottom but move to the top through your own ingenuity or whatever um well but that's an overlay yeah yeah well you can argue it's disguised imperialism but okay that's fine yeah yeah i was just gonna say it's still overlaid because feeling the, the small groups of people having the majority of things still exist but they can market they can brand Capitalism exactly. to give the people because the old model feudalism called you know it was lots of riots. It's so funny yeah. us watching the riots and all of these different little things happening now and people acting like they're so above it. But we we have a very short memory as a species. For during the Middle Ages and Dark Ages in Europe, motherfuckers would riot and shit all the time. The people rose up and tore shit up. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. get the French Revolution. Fuck it. The American Revolution was mm-hmm. essentially a fucking riot, and the people had mm-hmm. absolutely shouldn't have had no chance of winning that war because England was the biggest empire with the most thorough navy on the fucking planet for a long stretch of fucking time, and a bunch of far- farmers with muskets and fucking pitchforks and no navy, and end up fucking defeating the greatest empire and basically took down the British Empire because once we collapsed them here, it should collapse around the world and similar a lot of other uh, parts of the British Empire fucking, you know, up rose. Same thing with the French Revolution. Except for they shit was, you know, I mean, they was fucking beheading kings and queens and shit. It's no ability. Yeah, they just tore that motherfucker up for a long time. You know what I mean? But that's nature how will always, done, you know? Yeah, nature will always balance itself out. You know, David mm-hmm. and Goliath, Gladwell, that's a really, really good book about that, you know. Um, because oh, okay. when you're suppressed, you're going to be more imaginative. When you have, when you're coming from power, 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 what is that? Power, drunk on power, power, power mm-hmm. intoxicates. And it makes yeah, you Yeah, intoxicates, it makes you lazy. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it makes you blind, so you lift things, while hunger makes you very <laughs> aware of all the options you have. It, yeah, uh, it, it fosters ingenuity, yeah. Necessity yeah, yeah, is the mother of invention. Yeah. That's so real. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, revolution is inevitable with everything. Now we just do it classier. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. what was the, what was the, um, the uh, Los Angeles riots? It wasn't Los Angeles. It was the LA, LA riots. Yeah, when was that? Yeah, the LA riots. years ago. Yeah. Was, that? was that 10 years ago? Uh, that was... Oh, yes, man, that was over. That was about 22, 23 years ago. Okay, so niggas have learned from that because we haven't really rioted like that. Before that was the Watts riots, so we haven't really rioted like that in a long time. So they keep they actually keep, we uh, have though. It, that shit been happening. It's just that motherfuckers wasn't reporting. You don't, we don't, people don't remember. It's like two years ago, Cleveland was burning for a good month, fam. Shit, two years ago. That's it's like two years ago, two or three years ago, that shit was burning yeah. for like a month. They was wilding. Oh, and I'm it was underreported. Yeah, Ferguson. Yeah. Oh, and then Ferguson, two years in a row, Ferguson Fuck. went up. Baltimore yeah. went up. Um, yeah. Yeah, it'd be happening. It's, you know, those are... They looked at, and if we look at them individually, they feel like skirmishes, but when we connect the threads, they all, there's the same fucking guiding principle behind all of them. And, and those, are this, the, those are the extreme yeah. cases because we, we fucking people of color, unfortunately, as black folk, they're the ones who, they, we suffer because they get the most extreme on us. If they were to do that to all society, which is, which hopefully, not, not hopefully, but hopefully low mm-hmm. key, Donald Trump does, everybody wakes up to it, everybody does it at the same time, we win. Oh, yeah, every, yeah. Everybody, yeah. Gets, everybody gets that kind of treatment, they just mm-hmm. do it subtly, you know what I mean? Like, it's sort yeah, of like the yeah. difference between pills and then the type of shit we get in the hood, like, you know what I'm saying? We get yeah. higher doses of heroin, but the mm-hmm. society at large gets lower doses of heroin, so they don't die as frequently as we do, because everything, our oppression is far greater, and that's why people mm-hmm. don't get that. We're all oppressed, it's just we turned it up quicker because our shit is, like, extreme. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm hoping that this administration, hoping and not hoping that this administration turns the volume up so everybody starts to relate to each other. Like you said, like, you know, black rednecks are basically niggas, right? So when you turn mm-hmm. the volume up, motherfuckers start to see how alike we are. Like, oh, shit, the shit y'all was going through, that's the shit we going, oh, damn, fuck that, let's send it up. And we start sending shit up together. You walk into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. He just leaving, man, he's screaming, Jesus. He had to hide his hope. People yelling, screaming, that police is Burning, looting, shooting, taking, thieving. Feel the air and most don't know the reason. But they know his problems and feel his pain. We just pray off in they deadly game. Too much profit in and it stay the same. You can burn a system and start a game. Late night, same night, God, let me sleep. Please, I'm begging you. Daylight might never break right again once they get it. You'll never be alone again. 
This house is haunted by pain, transposing the revenue. That day when your mind says wrong, but your heart isn't letting you. You struggle down, they still live inside hearts, hearts carry them. Some get the count sheep, some gotta count kids that they bury. I don't wanna scare nobody. Fears belong for so long, the rage feel like therapy. Nobody gets no more sleep till we teach them a memory. Got new news breaking, you heard it here first. If you don't die waiting, hard to review the scene I just seen. I'ma try to convey what the defies explain. Started with folks just crying, nothing but broken heart sobs and a shriek of the sirens. Right at the spot where the blood's still drying. Oh my God. I saw it, the dead began rising. I don't know much about science, but I seen an army of armed men stop and get quiet. Mist hung low like a prayer from a tyrant. Sky became black, with the stars on the line. And so many years of this violence, now we're surrounded by the souls of the dead and defiant. Saying, look what you've done, you designed it. When the bow breaks, you're the race screen. No more moms and dad crying. No more arms in the air. We put firearms in the air. Molotov cocktails thrown in the air. CNN got dummy done on the air. Talking about the smell that guns in the air. Dummy don't know and dummy don't care. Get that punk motherfucker out of here. Hey, ghost to walking, ghost to talking. Everything gonna be different, man. Shh, karma's coming. Ain't no running. Death gonna deal with the guilty, man. The universe curses the killers, man. Killing God's children, man. A pound of flesh is what you owe. You're dead to do. Fuck your ghost. because dude is indiscriminate by him having this narcissistic personality disorder and that he's bringing in other people that he can enable their MPD too. Narcissistic, uh, yes. They yeah, inevitably that's what's going to happen because I don't know if you watch the, if you watch the morning, the Sunday morning shows, the political joints, uh, uh, George Stephanopoulos on seven and then uh, Chuck Todd on five every morning, uh, every Sunday morning like 9, 30, and 10. So, you know, everything happens during the week, and then everybody comes on those shows to, you know, basically they recap or give you the behind the scenes. It's like Sports Center for politics. Uh, so uh, Kellyanne Conway, you know, uh, was on there talking about what happened since the inauguration or whatever. And Chuck Dodd confronted her on the fact that the first time the press secretary spoke yesterday, I believe it was, he just was, oh, that is dude, it was, my, it was amazing 
How petty it was petty be? as hell for three how minutes. How can you like, be that no petty, policy. How can you Are you crazy? You're not running for president no more. You president. You talking about it was more people at the fucking inauguration uh, than ever? Is that listen. what we listening for? Are you out of your motherfucking mind? Like, that shit was right. a punch Go ahead, though. Exactly. It was, <laughs> a, it was a total farce, right? So... So Chuck Todd confronted her on that shit, and you know she cool as a motherfucking cucumber. She, you know, deflected from him saying that, you know, and then but what she started off was like, well, first off, uh, Chuck, um, if this is the way you're going to speak about our press secretary, I might have to, we might have to rethink our relationship. Then explain you did not answer the question. Why did the president? send out his press secretary, who's not just the spokesperson for Donald Trump. He could be the, he is also serves as the spokesperson for all of America at times. He speaks for all of the country at times. Why put him out there the, for the very first time in front of that podium to utter a provable falsehood? It's a small thing, but the first time he confronts the public, it's a falsehood? Chuck, I mean, if we're going to keep referring to our press secretary in those types of terms, I think that we're going to have to rethink our relationship here. I want to have a great open relationship with our press, but look what happened the day before, talking about falsehoods. We allowed the press spray to come, the press to come into the Oval Office and witness President Trump signing executive orders. And uh, of course, you know, the Senate had just confirmed General Mattis and General Kelly to their two posts. And we allow the press in. And what happens almost immediately? A falsehood is told about removing the bust of Martin Luther King Jr. from I, the Oval Office. That, no, that's just flat out false. And the and pool writer. And it was writer, corrected immediately. But why, Chuck, but why was command, it said? No, Chuck, I mean, why was it said in the first place? Because everybody know. is so presumptively climb, negative. Climb into the head of that reporter. No, that it's okay. No, excuse me. Oh, no, 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 no. That reporter was writing to the. On behalf of the press pool, that that falsehood got spread three thousand times but it does before not it excuse, was corrected. Excuse and me, it's still it does out not there. excuse. And you did not answer the question. I did you, answer no, your question. No, you did not. You did yes, not answer did. the question of why the president asked the White House press secretary to come out in front of the podium for the first time and utter a falsehood. Why did he do that? It undermines the credibility of the entire. White House press office no, on day don't one. Be so, don't be so overly dramatic about it, Chuck. What it, it, you're saying it's a falsehood, and they're giving Sean Spicer, our press secretary, gave alternative facts to that. But the point remains alternative that facts? Alternative facts, four of the five facts he uttered. The hey, one Chuck, thing he why, got hey, right Chuck, was Zeke Miller. Four of the five facts he uttered were just not true. Look, alternative facts are not facts. They're falsehoods. Falsehoods. Did this bitch just threaten this motherfucker on national TV? On national TV. Our press secretary, like, okay, he's a press secretary. He's the king. And, uh, and if you're going to address him in this manner, what, what did he say? Oh, he said the dude lied. Oh, if you call him what he is, <laughs> we're going to end up cutting you out of the fucking flow of information. No, bitch, that ain't how this works. This whole, his whole crew confused on how this works. No, y'all like y'all public employees. Yeah, we have the right us. to see what you're doing every minute. Democracy, nigga. Like, yeah, like, yeah. No, man, they don't get they, that. They, they, they really are. don't like America. They don't like the rules, so they want to change it. No. 
They don't, they know, they ain't no, no, they not no patriot. They say that shit, but they not. They don't, they think the four, the founding fathers was wrong, gave too much freedom, and this shit sound, that shit, when she was talking, this sound like some North Korea shit. And the way Donald Trump talked, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they talking about they moving the press corps out of the White House into a separate building because there's going to be so many reporters there. No, they trying to get them further away from the fucking source of information. You know, exactly. the president of exactly. the state, they supposed to be their watchdog. No, y'all too close. You know what I'm saying? They, they yep. own something, man. So he definitely looking at some, uh, dictatorial, uh, oppression shit. He gonna start fucking everybody over and people gonna see it in a second. Now you know that guy ain't shit. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Wow. And the excuses they use, like, they, you can see it early now, like like the whole, oh, you can't depend on the media. We're going to spin this shit where, okay, there is no real news. So now we can go ahead and spin the fact that news ain't real and make them illegitimate. And we can all <laughs> Yeah, that's the perfect. All, yeah, that's, that's the illish shit well, right we, there. You delegitimize the media. The yeah. watchdog. Now, yes. like, well, what, then who's going to be the source of our information? Our administration. Yes. Oh, okay. But not really. The biggest, bestest, most honest, most transparent administration exactly. ever in existence. It's George, it's Orwellian. George Orwell, 1984. It's so and while you talking about not having bigger government, you creating bigger government. It's crazy. It's like, wow, that's some ill shit. You niggas are, okay. How long well, let us not forget there? that smaller government means less black people with jobs because the federal government is what has given us the illusion since the 60s that everything was fair and equal in order to address uh the inequality in hiring practices what the federal government did was create a bunch of jobs and give it to people of color so that's basically the black middle class so when you hear republicans talk about smaller government that the, the government is too swollen that's the government got way too many niggas eating and we are our taxes because they still view it as like, okay the government don't need to be that big that swollen uh because our taxes are paying all of these additional salaries and all these so we just gave a bunch of black people a bunch of do nothing ass jobs we don't need that you know let them go fend for themselves so that's all that that means that's a personal attack on the black middle class and on uh uh, uh economic equality because we always, the whole movie, uh, integrate schools, Fed have to step in. Oh, you don't want to do this? Okay, we send in the National Guard. So also when a motherfucker talking about states' rights, you know what I'm saying? They saying, fuck the strength of the federal government and let states decide on their own. All right. So what does that mean? When states had their right, when states were practicing more states' rights with less federal intervention, we had Jim Crow laws. We had motherfuckers was doing what the fuck they wanted to do with their populace, and that's what that means. So if you know that this group of people have the majority, this a certain culture is the majority in this state, they're going to vote their best interests and not the best interests of every fucking body. So it allows you to discriminate, you know what I mean? And that's why the white nationalists not like Trump so much because, you know, well, for, among many reasons, they're pushing for ethno states. 
They're like, all right, they ain't on the back to Africa shit, per se. Like, keep the Mexicans out. We buck, we have a nigga problem. All right, keep them. But the niggas like to kill each other or whatever. Um, so let's have ethno states where we can have, um, what's that movie? Um, I referenced it before. Uh, Pleasantville. So we can have Pleasantville, fucking Mississippi, where all the white people live in some Disneyland type shit. And then let them niggas have fucking Illinois or whatever. And we're going to fend for ourselves and let them fend for themselves. States right, ethno states, separate, base, separate, air quotes, but equal. You know what I'm saying? So states, so, you know, and that's how they push it. That's what their put their agenda is, which overlaps with his shit because he just don't give a fuck. He just, you know, he's narcissistic. He don't care. But the people who are propping him up, they're very aware. Like, oh, shit, we got the type of king to where – he just wants to, you know, he wants to pump his circumstance, and then we could go around and say, hey, President Trump said do it this way, and they can use his name as a rubber stamp to get away from all that shit, and they know all they have to do is flatter him, and he give you a job. This is the secret to the the, the Trump administration. Flatter Donald Trump, stand next to him. He He's so ego, he's so much in his ego or in his id that, oh, okay. Uh, if you like me, then you are a good person. You're a quality person. And then in his trend, then his filter is everything that he likes is the bestest, smartest, whatever. You see where I'm getting at? So everybody that likes him, he picks them as being the best person for whatever it is they already supposedly do or whatever they into. And in his filter system, they are the best person for the job. They're the best person in the world. That's why he said his cabinet has the highest IQ ever in the history of the presidency because they all like him. They told him they like him. So now, by default, they're the best. That makes Easy. a lot of fucking sense. Because I wonder yes. why he's not intelligent to see what he's doing. That, so that nigga really is that narcissistic. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's I mean, look, uh, Ben Carson. He talk, he shitted on Ben Carson in the election, like everybody indiscriminately. You know what I'm saying? He shitted on Chris Christie. What up? Soon as when he those motherfuckers had to bow out, and they said, you know what? We're gonna throw our shit behind Donald Trump. He respects loyalty. Oh, okay, then cool. Here, you get a job, and you get a job, as long as you like me. Uh, when somebody say something bad about him. He don't like them, and they the worst person. As soon as they, if they backtrack and say, no, actually, we, I like Donald Trump. Well, he says he's just gonna talk about how great they are. He immediately switches gears. Like, I didn't think it was that needle. simple. Yeah, I didn't think it was that simple. I, I look at everybody he beefs with that's not cool with him. He talking about him and uh, 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 Paul Ryan. He's like, oh, me and Paul are getting along famously. We're really good right now. We're really growing. We're really building a friendship because Paul Ryan stopped shitting on him. Now Paul Ryan is the best person for the job. Wow, that nigga is that much of a puppet. He ain't even look. Well, consider this though. This is another angle. The art of the deal. I just think he's in the back door making deals. So, so yeah, he's a used car salesman. Yeah, yeah. So he's smarter than that. He's just making deals. No, but you know what I'm saying? saying, Just give like if you were to give benefit of the doubt, like. You don't think he could be smart enough to just be making deals? That, and, of course, you know, they have to say, oh, I like you in the process, but, you know, yeah, yeah. he just I mean, made a he deal. Yeah, he is making deals, but what does that mean? Donald Trump has a history of making terrible deals. His branding, 
is what his business is. That's actually his business model, right? Yeah. So people sure. think he owns all these hotels across the earth when he doesn't. He just sells people his name because they bought into his used car salesman tactics early, which that book was an ad for, which is the commercial for the dude who wrote actually wrote the book talks about at length I got the article saved somewhere at length about how he was hired to write the book so uh, ostensibly he was an employee of Donald Trump so he was trying to collect the check so he witnessed how dude made deals and he was like saying that dude was so such a bumbling clusterfuck that the majority of his writing job was angling Donald Trump's deals to make it seem like he was a really smart dude. Oh, that's, that's what, what that. Writing. Oh, yeah. that's what he came out and that's what that argument was about. He sued that's that guy he, when that's... he came out. Yeah, exactly. When he came out talking about it, that's what he was saying. He's like, I created that character that went on to become the Donald Trump of Apprentice. That's what I. That was my greatest creation and the worst thing I ever did to this country. <laughs> He's like, yeah. he's like, yo, I was bogus because I had no clue that it was going to go through to this far. And I thought everybody would see through it eventually. But, shit, I was collecting a check. But this shit has carried on. And now we're on the verge of electing this motherfucker. And I got to let people know, yo, this dude is a complete and total fraud. So, yeah, he makes a bunch of bad deals. I mean, he just had to pay off $25 million. Low key, after he was elected to all the motherfuckers, he swindled with this Donald Trump University shit. Um, him and uh, uh, the Robert Kiyosaki nigga, you know, did book was doing the tours together or whatever. Remember, you know, cause what's that little paper that insert they put into just put in the reader, and then you go to you could go to these seminars. So people forget for a large part of this millennium, Donald Trump was going around doing speaking engagements that was advertised on those little fucking newspaper inserts. If you're a billionaire, why are you going right. around? Why, why is your right. business? Why are you spending so much time going around telling people the secrets of your success and how to get rich? And you basically a bunch of people fill a room for four or $500 a head. Cause that's his business model <laughs> is branding his name and selling the uh, the character of Donald Trump, the mega success billionaire, but he's all had the way, four fucking bankruptcies, all the way to presidency. Oh, yeah, he failed. It's all called the way to failing but, up. He failed up. Yes, but here's what I mean by blind. All the evidence is there. It's all there for us to see constantly, and he's still present. So this is what I'm looking forward to in sort of a um, what's the word perverse way is for us as people, citizens of the United States, and hopefully world, get how responsible we are as individuals for this type of shit. Because all of us did this, motherfuckers who didn't vote, motherfuckers who were arrogant, motherfuckers who wrote his books for him. Everybody mm -hmm. trying to get on and being individualistic led to all of us suffering. So mm -hmm. I feel like this is, and I don't know if I'm like all like woo-woo, but this is how my mind works. I feel like this is part of evolution because it takes something like this for everybody to be like, oh, fuck. Number one, I matter. Yeah. Number two, it doesn't matter that I think I don't matter. Fuck all that. Number three, we got to work together because it has to be goddamn it, damn near catastrophic for everybody to wake yeah. up and be like, damn, we really self-centered.
Shit, I don't know why. I don't know why. People yeah. act the way they do. Yeah. They make believe. They tell themselves are true oh, You and I know yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Everybody's got something to prove Everybody's yeah. got something to prove Somebody's got to lose Fuck you talking about yeah. Fuck you talking about Fuck you all stressed out We all stressed out Fuck you talking about Fuck you talking about Stop complaining Stop understanding See that's one thing you gotta know That there's something going on in here I, everybody's got the fever. Won't you tell me what you're gonna do about them? Tell me what you're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. So what the mailman say? What do you say? What the mailman say? What do you say? Yes, it's time to pay your bills. Almost every day, damn near every day, I'm working every day. Huh? You know I don't do this for thrills and So you got a bankroll. What that mean? See, that don't make you powerful. It's not special. Just live in someone else's shadow. Probably a fucking asshole. Those friends in someone else's
You all dealt the same hand, right? Right? We all got the same chance to understand shit, right? I mean, what you got, no money? I've been there. What you got, no friends? I'm living that shit every day, come on now. See, all the problems you think you have, it's got to do with you. And only you. Now what the fuck you gonna do? Yeah. I said what the fuck you gonna do? Ain't about me. Ain't about that. It's about you. And only you. Now what you gonna do? Fuck this. Where's my drink? Seeing and you've been talking about. You're right. Yeah. It's evolution. And you can't. It's a transitional. Yeah. We are. We are. We are evolving as a human race. And we have to go through this. It's just mm-hmm. amazing to me that we have to go through this to see it. Like, what the fuck? So that means that, I mean, I'm concluding that nature wants, nature really is about everybody getting it. So it has to go down to the motherfucker who is the dumbest nigga on earth to get it before we all can progress. That's how much everybody matters. You know what I'm saying? So I like, I liken myself to somebody who's intelligent, you know, and you too. So we see it early. But it doesn't matter when we see it. The dumbest motherfucker in the world who just never sees it this has true, to man. see it before we all can progress. So that's where we have to stop being arrogant and get off our motherfucking high horse and make sure the dumbest niggas on earth get it. Because if we don't, none of us get to move. Or, matter of fact, fuck about yeah. moving. We all could destroy ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. And what are we going to do? We're going to die burning complaining about the dumbest motherfucker put us here. No, we put us here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this is an example yeah. of it. That's why I'm just kind of looking through it like, wow. I'm just like a little kid about all this shit, man. Like, every mm-hmm. day I'm like, wow. I can't even be salty. I'm too busy being like, wow. I'm still in wild mode, nigga. You think I'd be used to this shit? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I definitely exist in a state of constant wonder, and I guess it keeps me engaged in this world. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, we. what I realized, now is evolution is a crawl it's not a foot race and this shit ain't even about us it's about our grandkids and we're about to suffer the next 50 years us and our kids are going to suffer through some shit in order for them to actually live in a in a state of grace that you know beyond what we have capable because at least they'll have technology and the sharing of information because we're going to get to uh 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 what I call the uh, the hotep about it, we're going to get to a, to a level of atonement where, where yeah. atonement is at one mint, right? When information, yeah. just as you said, saturates to the point where everybody has, everybody knows everything or we create a, because we're almost to that point, like from science fiction novels I used to read back in the day to where we have this universal information machine and everything that is knowable is immediately at everybody's fingertips, right? So that obliterate, obliterating ignorance and then it's like, okay, we reached a zero point. Okay, we know. We know that these things are what these things are. All right, what are we going to do now? Because then that creates, uh, uh, hopefully it creates this universal accountability, you know? Um, I th- and, yeah, I think it will. I think it yeah, will. I don't know. Um, what else? Yeah, oh, I mean, unless we repeat the cycle again, which we probably will. Unless I mean, if, if the system, but, if certain things break down, you know what I mean? If the motherfuckers, um, like, because see, here's the thing. Donald Trump in and of itself 
in and of itself is dangerous because of his popularity. His celebrity allows a lot of things to get done in his name, but him of itself, he's not the problem. It's all of the people that are supportive no. of him who have the long vision, just like all of the motherfuckers who were around Hitler. Because this is so funny that the comparisons to Hitler are not even a joke because Hitler was selected as well by groups of people who had an agenda and they needed somebody, a good uh, carrier for their message. And he was elevated. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was like, bumbling, like Reagan was. Like Reagan was too. He was a bumbling, he was a bumbler, Hitler was. You know, he was an art student. He spent all his time with his heads in books and very bitter about life or whatever. Then when they lost the World War One there was an opportunity for him because the people had got simple. They were mad. They were just mad that they lost, and they were mad at the sanctions they had to deal with, and he was great at articulating. That was his gift. Hitler was spiritual-like in his speech, you know, when he's talking, and Donald Trump has the same kind of – and he was able to speak. He caught, He picked up on the wavelength of the people and rode that shit, right, that uh, – that, you know, the Germans are actually these great people, and then the people that popped Hitler up, they were, you know, some, uh, they was uh, some eugenics proponents, they were, the whole idea of the superior race, all that shit, Hitler, Hitler wasn't the author of that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that shit was handed to him, like, look, this is your commercial, fam, the German people actually are these ubermensch, supermen. And, and and all of this shit, and they gave it um, uh, uh, Madame uh, Blavonsky and uh, uh, a couple of his generals or whatever. All of them motherfuckers was been, had been on this and had been pushing this agenda and publishing books with that information for 40 years, 40, 50 years before Hitler even was thought of, right? Then they found their guy. This is our guy. He can communicate this message. And that's what they did. And incrementally over time, they grasped more and more power. He had the, the, the black armbands that you saw the eventually saw the Nazis with. Those motherfuckers yeah. started out as the street gangs that were his his groupies for that move. The groupies for that movement and they would go around the country uh and terrorize motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? You keep seeing these parallels? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit was Yeah, it was incremental, though. And then once he took power, he made those motherfuckers legitimate and then created the SS and all of that shit. Wow. They, and the secret police. He gave all of those motherfuckers who were his groupies jobs the same way this motherfucker is doing right now. So he's definitely telling people, like, yo, you know, uh, I don't, the press don't do what I say. The press don't kiss my ass. I, I'm going to squeeze them out of information. Any of the politicians in my party, who's woo woo, oh, you ain't shit. You know, he diminished, he diminished people, and he runs off pure ego, and it's the motherfuckers behind him who figured him out, like, oh, he this type of nigga. Oh, cool. All we got to do is go in there and tell him how great he is, woo woo, and then leave out of here and just go do shit in his name. So that's how the agenda's going to get pushed. And them motherfuckers do not like the guiding document, which is the Constitution and everything that grew out of it. They think the dude, Richard Spencer, the head of the uh, the nationalist motherfuckers who got caught on camera doing the uh, this Nazi salute and then who got punched in the face the other day, he outright said it when he was on the black dude. What's the dude on TV1? Roland Martin. On Roland, Roland Martin's Martin. show that they, he had him on and he crushed Roland Martin, you know, because uh, if you notice, dude is very, you know, 
charming and sensical when he speaks and calm. And he said, you know, um, it's like, you know, Roland Martin brought up something with the founding fathers. He said, well, you know, in actuality, you know, uh, the founding fathers got uh, quite a few things wrong. I don't completely agree with them. And uh, which was chilling to hear him say uh, the way he said it, because it was very logical. Right. And he's like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, I definitely I don't agree with slavery. I think that was stupid. I think that we are as a white race are great enough that we could have did our own work. That was also a mistake. Are you a white supremacist? No, I'm not a white supremacist, absolutely. White supremacy means that a white person would want to rule over other people. So you don't want to rule over other people? I absolutely do not. We've had white supremacy in our past, whether you think of imperialism, slavery, colonialism, that's been a disaster. So no, I don't want to go back to that. So what are you trying to go, so what are you saying? Because in your video you said, we don't need them, they need us. Who's they? Yes. Who's they? The white people People ultimately don't need other races in order to succeed, in order to be ourselves. Absolutely not. So how do you think America became the greatest economic uh, nation without... Not uh, through black people. Oh, it wasn't? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't because of free labor? Uh, are you talking about slavery? No, I'm talking about slavery and also what happened after slavery uh, with Douglas Blackman talked about uh, slavery by another name. So I'm trying to understand, when you say didn't need it, how, how do you think America became the, economy, the greatest economy that it did? How, how do you think that happened? Through the genius of Europeans. Uh, how was the genius of Europeans when the fact of the matter is it was actually King Cotton that supplied the economic means for America to do so? And that, that was a result, a result of free labor from black people. Look, the, the whole point here is that who creates these systems? Who creates these business models and businesses? Slavery and was a business model? Well, yes, it was a business model, and, yeah. And, and was that one that you like or dislike? I dislike. You dislike? Yeah, I, would, I absolutely reject it. Okay, yeah. so, but you deny the reality, though, no, that, what that that's, what that... Create, that's what allowed America to become uh, the economic power because America supplied 91% of the world's cotton. And so as a result of that, that's how America was able to fund the Industrial Revolution. It was because of free labor from black people. The Industrial Revolution originated in Britain, and it originated in, in way the countryside of Britain. No, 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 no. Where there I, said, no I said the money generated from that. But I asked you again, I asked you again, okay? You said we don't need anybody else. No. But, but the reality is American history proves you wrong. The fact of the matter is there is no great America. You, don't, you, don't, you can't see here talk about that greatness without other people making that happen. We could have figured out another way to pick cotton. Who? I mean, the, white people could have figured out another way to get Y'all tried that. It didn't work. So you can't even be mad at him, right? Like, yeah. you, I literally yeah. have to respect the fact that he said that. Okay. So then... Uh, Roland uh, Martin said, "Well, aren't you a Christian? You're a Christian, right?" Dude said, "Well, I'm I, uh, I'm uh, I'm Christian in culture." And like Roland Martin, "Are you a Christian?" He's like, "Well, I'm a Christian in culture." Well, what does that mean? Meaning that there are that culturally I embody certain principles, but I'm not religious. I don't buy into the whole God thing, but those certain principles enshrined in Christianity, I live by those. By those, I'm culturally aligned with those things. Again, I can't be mad at him when he says that. You know what I'm saying? It's logical. It makes sense. It even feels better. So then, Similar to Jewish culture. Yeah, and then um, Roland Martin said, well, I'm a Christian. I live by Christian, uh, Christian principles, and Christian principles don't dictate that uh, the people think and do the way that you do. 
And then dude was like, really? Really, Roland? Have you really paid attention to Christianity? Christianity is responsible for slavery. Christianity is responsible for ethnic cleansing. Christianity basically dude said Christianity has done a whole bunch of bad shit to people of color. And then Roland Martin kept saying, well, I'm a Christian. You know, I don't want then dude was like, why? Like, why are you a Christian? Why would you be a Christian? That shit ain't your they essentially saying that ain't that Christian culture is uh the antithesis of who you are to who you are. It's not in your best interest to be a Christian. You kinda stupid for being a Christian. Have you professed with your mouth that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? I have in my life, yes. Okay, so that means that you're a Christian. So how is it that with what you espouse, how do you find that to be uh, compatible with Christian ideals? Most Christians throughout world history agreed with me that identity matters and that race is real and that they're part of an extended family. Well, it's it, only this, well, mi this tiny slice of world history, like post-1965, that everyone thinks that Christianity is incompatible with identity. Well, I actually, do not well, actually if, you, if you use world history... There were people who actually used Christianity to justify slavery and the enslavement yeah. of people who look like me. Uh, and so, and if, why are you, you a Christian? Uh, why, am I, why am I a Christian? Uh, because those people actually were false Christians. Those people mm. were fake Christians. Those people probably were cultural Christians, where they somehow uh, allowed culture to inform their faith as opposed to their faith informing their culture. But, mm. but, I, but, but I ask you this. I go back to the question I asked you. For most of Christian history, there was feudalism, there was serfdom, there was slavery, there was right, identity, right. there was nationalism. And, and those all of these people unchristian, but you no, are no, 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 no. Those are people who actually uh, who chose to pimp the Bible as opposed to actually believe in exactly so what Jesus Christ all talked about. Of, most all of Christians throughout world history were pimps. No, 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 no. You no, no, are no, a true Christian. No, no. What, what I'm saying is here, as a Christian, I believe in the Word mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to uh, this false nonsense uh, that most of those folks were. But yeah, but they they were also fake Christians because they used the Word to actually enslave people. I'm but, so glad but, we reached true Christianity. Well, no, no, well, well, first in of all, 2016. Well, first of all, first of all, you barely identify as one. So you say you cultural, you dance around it, and I'm, I'm, being, I'm it's, being honest. It's around it. No, I got Isn't you. Value? I got you. Yeah. Well, well, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yo, that shit was so cold. I'm like, damn, I like this cracker. He he put me out there. I like him. I swear to God, I like him. I I'm not even mad at him. I know. I know. I even feel bad that the mother, it was funny as fuck to watch, but I felt bad that the nigga punched him while he was speaking. But the reason I feel bad is because he do need to get a platform. Our culture needs to listen to him talk. We need to listen to him and get that, understand it on so many levels. Well, Roland yeah. Martin is not even, I mean, I had it with Roland Martin. Remember that interview? That was Roland Martin, yeah, the one I did some years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Charlotte, I got to ask you something because I'm trying to understand this, uh, and I want to put up on the screen uh, one of the lines from one of your songs. It says, "I left a hole in bed sucking her thumb." Now, why would you speak about a woman in that way? Okay, first of all, I did not say that I was offended by the billboards. Okay, so that's a media slap. All right. Now repeat that line because it's four of us. Quelo is four. Okay, so I left I a hole in bed sucking her thumb. Oh, okay. Yeah, because um, that's what she was, and that's what I did. But see, he, so it's not referring. It's not referring to women as hoes. It's referring to that person. But, but here's what I, so I, I, I'm can, trying to figure out, though. If you were walking down the street, and someone called your mother that, or called your sister that, or let's say called your daughter that, 
Will your response be, hey, he's just making the statement. It's really no big deal. Would you be offended? Uh, yeah, because none of them are hoes. Shit's getting way too complicated for me. Yeah, so they put these guys in front of people that can't, like, really, <laughs> you know, put them in front of a yeah. black intellect and let's really go, you know. But, yeah, right. I, I feel like we need to hear these things. We need to hear mm -hmm. these things to know what we need to do to navigate our own people, but we need to hear what's really going on and just really get that, like, man, it's tribalism. It really is. It's people yeah, do it, for their people. Do for their people. The way that you approach Roland Martin in that interview, it's just very similar to how dude was doing it. You were on, <laughs> you were on message, and dude was trying to be provocative, but he was like, uh, you know, it was so how he was nonchalant on his ass. That's how dude was. It was very similar.
uh, I want to say one thing before we get off. I think that um, it would behoove everybody, especially black people, to get, you know, people of color, rather black, brown people, yellow people, whatever you want to call it, um, to get out of our fucking feelings and uh, and start filtering through our intellect and through our cultural experience in all of it. Ask, really use this opportunity to access all of this knowledge that humanity has amassed and stop being in our bubbles and looking for information that only confirms uh, the biases that we already have. And particularly, if you look at how a country treats the, its lowest of its low, there's a lesson there because eventually every, the lowest of the low in all of uh, humanity's history have always been the laboratory for oppression. And for uh, that's what they experiment on to see on those people who have no power to see what they eventually going to use on the rest of the classes, right? So if you look at uh, slavery, right, stop looking at slavery as that, oh, man, the white man did this to black people. No, because that slavery in America happened gradually over time um, from the six, from 1619 to the 1680s where, where the – those, the black, there was black people in America who were American citizens whose rights were slowly stripped away from them through legislation that reduced them uh, to chattel. It didn't start off that way, right? Um, and it's happened so incrementally over time that it's fucking scary when you think about it because it needs it to happen again because these laws were passed and people who – and poor people at that time in the 1600s poor whites, poor Africans, poor black, you know, British Africans and poor whites and all these different people, Spanish and all of this, right? They were the working class. And they essentially were in over here in America working in a new, newer form of feudalism, but that was based off of the idea that everybody can eventually maybe kind of come up. But for the most part, motherfuckers was indentured servants for years, right? Because of how the British set their shit up it's, they gave the crown gave motherfuckers charters to come here, and if you grab some land, if you tame the wild, you get rid of the savages, you get to keep the land and you get to work on it and, and grow your crops or whatever. You just got to kick back up to the crown for the charter, right? So the motherfuckers who got the charters then went to the poor people of England to find workers. Like yo, motherfuckers, London and all these towns was overcrowded and there was very very little food and like listen there's an opportunity in over here across the ocean in the new world right i give you a ride on the boat and in exchange you have to agree to work for me on my land or whatever for a certain number of years in exchange for your food clothing and shelter and then over time you'll be able to save some money and eventually maybe you can buy your own land blah 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 that was the marketing thing right so that filtered out certain type of people people who are very optimistic to go uh, sail across the world, you know what I'm saying, to a new strange fucking land. That's how America's got to be the way we are. We're we're the filter of a bunch of optimistic ass, hopeful motherfuckers, right? So they came here, bam. So the, now the system's working. So the landowners and the charter motherfuckers was running everything. People was basically living in shitty ass fucking working conditions, black and white together. So what ended up happening was riots started happening. Motherfuckers would send up a town and shit in order to get more rights or whatever and the governors and the different motherfuckers had the land didn't really like that shit like yo y'all just we got a sweet thing going you know what i'm saying y'all because they was getting money like crazy because they weren't paying nobody barely shit 
So the system the American the time, way. Say this again. Sorry, it's the American way. Go ahead, keep going. It's the American way, exactly. So is what happened was the how when they tried to you know they tried to do tried to enslave the natives and that shit didn't work because uh, the natives would rather die because it was completely the opposite of what their spiritual philosophy was for what these dudes that came over and did so they was just willing themselves to die in that situation they gave they literally gave up the ghosts rather than to be enslaved for a long period of time so all right what they started doing so then. Gradually over time, the category of because you know the British are notoriously uh, um, prejudiced, right? They don't like Irish, Scottish, Welsh, French. Everybody, if you ain't English, you ain't shit. So the fake category of we white of white people was invented, right? So now instead of shitting on the Irish and the French and everybody, you say, okay, we're white. And now you're drawing the distinction, like, who's white? Then who is white? White people are non-black. They're not those people. They're not Indians, and they're not Afri- people of African descent. So, and then you, there's a, there was a, you did a, there's certain rights and privileges that come along with being white. So we're going to, what they started doing was like, all right, the black indentured service, they start paying them less. They start paying the new category of white people a little bit more than the blacks. So now though the new newly created class of whites have an incentive to separate themselves from the motherfuckers that they use. Because you know, we taught in school that it was illegal to teach like three, it was illegal for black and white people to have uh get married or that wasn't this case. Blacks and whites was marrying all the time. They partied together, they screwed, they drank and and complained about their oppressors together in the sixteen hundreds. Then over time miscegenation laws were passed is like, okay, you can't mix with them people. So that's how you dehumanize the Africans. First, as soon as you set the law that said these two people can't, these groups of people can't mate and have babies and that the state won't recognize their unions, now you've created a subgroup. Then you give this newly created category certain rights, rights and privileges. So now they're incentivized to separate themselves from that subgroup. So eventually over time, then you push the intellectual agenda that these people are not quite, they're not like us. They're not the same species. They're not humans, woo-woo-woo. That got pushed. So eventually, man, we coming into the 1700s. Who wants to fucking associate with an African? Who want, you don't want to be black. And, and slowly in different states, they started grabbing motherfuckers and putting them in chains. And then they started, but they didn't really do that too tough. But when they start, when the Portuguese went into Africa, and then start bringing motherfuckers over here and change, change, then think about the visual. You're a black person that's been here for maybe a couple of generations and you've been, you know, been around or whatever, you're in Virginia or whatever. Now all of a sudden motherfucker come into port and all of these motherfuckers that look like you getting escorted off of a boat and changed. What does that do? What does that do to the psyche of all of these white folks that was already here that seen your family for years? They looking at you and they looking at the motherfuckers in chains. Like shit, I don't want to be. You know what I'm saying? That's an incredible visual. Now, so let me fast forward to my point that this culture practices on the lowest of its low. Motherfuckers don't realize that many of the laws that we live in now were for, came out of slavery, like uh, marriage. The fact that you have to get a marriage license before you could just you just go to the church and get married there wasn't no such thing as a marriage license marriage license was invented 
when a slave from one plantation met and fell in love with a slave from another one, they had to get permission from their masters to marry and make and create a new because they had a financial incentive for these two motherfuckers to get together and screw because then slaves have more babies. The babies that they have, you don't have to purchase. <laughs> they they fucking slave factories, so you have to get a marriage license. Another thing, motherfuckers used to just ride their carriages and all of that shit. But so a driver's license was invented from a when you. Sometimes they would hire their slaves out to different plantations. So, you know, slaves can roam freely, so they have to have a note. Slaves can read and write. So the, the idea that this slave's got a handwritten note, he couldn't have written it, uh, wrote it, and couldn't have forged it because they we don't allow them to read and write. So it, that legitimizes him. So when he's traveling through these roads from town to town or plantation to plantation, he has to present his driver's license. You know what I'm saying? And... Uh, the police force came out of policing those roads to monitor the movement of slaves because that was commerce. They were, they were, uh, pilot, they were, you know, they're, um, what, what do you call it? Well, you get the point. You see what I'm saying? So this is what this society does. So everything that you see motherfuckers doing to Negroes and, 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 and Hispanics and in the streets and to women, that's practice for some shit that they gonna, that's gonna kick in down the fucking line. So motherfuckers better be doing what you said. Uh, it's realize that that this oppression ain't just for this smaller group of people. That this shit is being cooked up for every motherfucking body. And whatever you can get away with on the lowest of the low, eventually you'll be able to get up, get away with on the middle and a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because you, it's like you cooking. Uh, how you cook? Uh, uh, what? How do you cook frogs? They cook the French cook live frogs. But they slow. start them off in, in lukewarm water, and they slowly turn the heat up. And by the time it's boiling, the frog has already fell asleep. The next yeah. thing you know, you're on the plate. You know what I'm That's it. And with that, how do we start this conversation? Hipsters? Hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's close. Yeah. It's cool. I know. Um, I'm close it. Uh, go ahead. You take it off. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, so Shala, yeah, of course. It's a priest. And we are, whether you are, the powers that be, we are. Introducing Black Powder. Introduction by Sarah Moore. Theme music produced by Randy Campbell for Black Powder.
Follow us on Twitter at T-H-E-P-X-W-E-R-S-T-H-A-T-B-E. When you say despicable creatures, who are you talking about? Uh, I was talking about the lying media that have actually been lying about me for the last 24 hours. So you say lying CNN, about you, what does that mean? CNN claimed that I questioned whether Jews were people and things like that. If you, we, uh, we published the text of my speech. I did nothing of the kind. They're doing a wild exaggeration. Uh, they, they, they're worrying about fake news. They're engaging in fake news about me. So wh why... Heil Hitler there. Why Why the Nazi references? I, why? No one said Heil Hitler. No, first of all, when we saw the video there, there were individuals there who were doing that. We've seen photos uh, as well of individuals at that particular conference uh, who were using the Nazi salute. Did, there's a lot of exuberance in, in events like this. There's also a lot of irony. Uh, the fact is... Of the Nazi salute? Yeah, in, in the sense when it when it's done in the context of the alt right, it's done in a spirit of fun Why? and exuberance. But, 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 but this is America. Because whenever you, whenever anyone sticks up for European identity, whenever they say I want to stick up for us, for our people, they're always called a collection of names: Nazi, KKK, Southern Confederate, etc. I think a lot of people just want to throw it back in those in their enemies' faces. But but but, totally but that's but, but so it's totally natural for Americans to use a Nazi salute when, 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 one second, when Americans, when America fought against the Nazis, fought against uh, what they were all about, why would you, so why would you salute, why would you appreciate that? Why, why would you not say, no, this is America. You don't do that in America. Uh, again, it's a moment of exuberance. No, 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 no. You use I don't need, look. I can't police everyone. No, 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 no. What you can say. So here's the question: Are you an American? Yes, I'm an American. Are you proud to be an American? Yes, I'm a proud. Citizen. Do you believe that America should have beaten Nazi Germany in World War II? I wish that we had avoided that conflict. No, no, no you asked my question. You asked my question. Should I, America I, have I beaten? Your, you said we should avoid it. Should America have beaten back? Nazi Germany and Adolf Hitler in World War II. One, once the United States was in the war, yes, absolutely, okay. we have to win it. So if we want it and we beat back Nazi Germany, why would you even say, well, in exuberance people do that? Why would you not say, as an American, that is not what we do in America? I, I, what you're saying is just logically incoherent. I mean, you know, we're talking about a second world war, and therefore you can't do something and, and fun and jest. So, 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 you, also, so, so you believe five so, people so, or something? No, 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 actually, this hold on one second. Five people? Shelly, play the video again. Play the video. Hail Trump! Hail our people! Hail victory! That's not five people. That's more. That's far more than five people. And and but I'm trying to understand why would you excuse that as as if that's no big deal? Oh, it's just it's just sort of in fun. That I mean that's that that's offensive I, to Americans. That's offensive to American soldiers. That's offensive to World War II veterans who actually fought in that war. H how do you say? Oh, that's exuberance. Because that's what it was, and it's nothing more than that. This is what I would say: is that are there any World War II veterans in your family? Yes, actually, okay. both of my grandfathers. And both of your grandfathers. Yes. Would your grandfathers say, "Oh, that's exuberance"? Yes. Really? Yeah. Right. So, just, so your grandfathers wouldn't say, "I fought against that. I, I fought where that's not done in America." No. I don't, I don't think so, most, most people are like this. It's actually just the liberal media that's in no, it. No, no, actually, collective freakout. No, actually, no, it's not a question of collective freakout. 
if somebody wants to call themselves an American, they would then say, no, that's not American. So, uh, so but also, I want to ask you this but I'll, here. I'll actually agree. I'll, give you, I'll, I'll find some common ground here. Uh, I do think that the alt-right, we've gone from being a movement that was not connected to the political mainstream, not, collect, not connected to the political fray. We now are. People are paying attention to us. People are looking at us. And so I actually, I actually say yes. Uh, we need to start uh, uh, maybe knock some of that stuff off. We need we need to think maybe? of our, we need maybe? to think of our, we need to think of ourselves as a mainstream movement that's going to reach people because we do have that power. Okay, so here's the call. Are you white nationalists? Uh, I don't use the term white nationalist. I use the I like the term all right first off, and I also like the term identitarian because it gets at what I am and what I believe. And what is that? Identity is at the heart of my ideology. So what's an identity? Yeah, I, race is a foundation of that identity, undoubtedly. Now, you know, you know ra I mean, race is simply a creation of mankind. That's a construct. It doesn't exist. I mean, bottom line is, uh, is, no, I know who I am. First of all, I'm Roland Martin. I'm a man. Okay. I'm a man. Do you first. identify as a black man? Oh, first of all, I identify as a man. Okay. Identifies well, that, a man. I, I, I did, no, actually, it's not sexist because if a person is a woman, identifies a woman. Okay. So I'm a man. I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. Are you a Christian? Uh, I'm a cultural Christian. Yeah. What the hell is that? Well, you know, I many of us struggle with faith, but uh, but no, I, no, I no, started as a Christian. Hold on, hold on. You can't call yourself. Oh, uh, you can't call yourself a cultural Christian and then say I struggle with faith.